Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,669. Today, it's Viva Las Vegas. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars. Yeah, I'm revved up. Hey, we're going to be rocking and rolling a little bit here today. Very excited to share with you a guest calling in from Los Alamitos in Orange County, California, Tom Ingram. Hey, Tom, welcome to Cars. Yeah, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, I sure am. All right. Well, we're going to have some fun here. I was telling Tom in my pre-show chat, we have this little string of rockabilly things going on here. Just a few days ago, I had Dave Gartland, who loves rockabilly and builds these insane guitars. Now I've got a guy who puts on the biggest rockabilly event to the world, I think it is. And we're going to talk more about this. But before I give you a proper introduction, Tom, yes, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you? I know. I was thinking about that. And... Probably, I mean, it's quite a few things, obviously, but I'm a third degree black belt in Taekwondo. Whoa, no kidding. So how long <laughs> have you been uh, studying that discipline? It's about, only about 16, 17 years. Wow. You know, it's a great thing to do for a variety of reasons. Let me ask you this. Why did yeah. you first get into it and what has it done for you in your life over all this time? I got into it because when my son was visiting, I wanted him to do some sort of activity, and there was a taekwondo studio around the corner from the house. So I said, okay, taekwondo. And they had a family class, and I thought, well, to help him go, I'll do the class as well just to give him support. And he stuck with it for about two weeks. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah. Was he a teenager at the time or younger? Yes, yeah, younger. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And so, but I stuck with it. Yeah. And that, that's how it came about. What has it done for you? Because I've got friends that have done this and they have all these different things, these side effects that this has created in their lives that have been very positive. Apart from the fitness side of things, it's actually helped with my mental side of things. I tend not to get so worked up over things. Ah. And yeah, if going along the road and someone cuts me off, I just go, oh, well. And yeah. it's eliminated road rage. <laughs> there you go. That's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And there's even been situations where someone's come at me in an aggressive way. Mm-hmm. And I've just sort of remained calm and not reacted to it. Learned how to diffuse it. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, one, one person grabbed me by the throat. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And I just crossed my arms and stood there. Oh, wow. Not what, they, not what they expected, huh? No, he didn't know what to do. Well, there you go. Well, you know, it's really nice that there was a peaceful outcome to that, to what could have been yes. very non-peaceful. And you think about and you, you look at some of the masters. Let's, let's take uh, Bruce Lee as a famous guy, you know, who studied uh, different variations. I know. Was he a Kung Fu master? Was that Bruce Lee? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was, yes. And he always talked about how it was so much more mental than physical, which is the opposite of what was most people think they think it's all about fighting probably because of hollywood and all the stuff you see but yeah you're right it's very very mental and very disciplined and i'm glad that you had that outcome fantastic that's yeah. great and the, fir- the first thing that 
basically we were taught was that if anyone tries to start a fight with you, just turn around and walk away. Mm, yeah. Don't just don't don't get involved with it. Right. Yeah. Always the best because you never know. Yeah. <laughs> that person may have a lot more to lose than you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they, and they might have a deadly weapon on them, and you may not. Uh, even though sometimes your hands could be. But yeah, better just to walk away uh, yes. and leave it alone every time. Well, let me give you a proper introduction here. Tom Ingram is a rockabilly promoter, a DJ, and a businessman who has become the most successful rockabilly promoter in the world. His Viva Las Vegas Rockabilly Weekend event, now in its 23rd year, is the longest-running music festival in Las Vegas. Over 9,000 tickets are sold annually, and its Saturday Car Show event attracts over 20,000 automotive enthusiasts. Viva Las Vegas also won Best Music Festival in Las Vegas in 2019. Tom was awarded the Tom Ingram Day Award in 2017, 2018, and 2019 by the mayor of Las Vegas to acknowledge his contributions to the city's entertainment and tourism industries. Some past performers at his Viva Las Vegas events include Chuck Berry, that guy, Ruth Brown, Jerry Lee Lewis, Dwayne Eddy, Little Richard, Dick Dale, Wanda Jackson, and Janice Martin, to name just a few. Wow. We'll be back in just a minute to talk with Tom about his life and all the fun he's having. But first, a word from our valued sponsors. Please give them a little love, a little business, a little listen, and we'll be right back. Do you have a pet in your household that loves to go for a ride? Our pets are part of our families, but they can be very hard on your vehicle's interior. Well, Covercraft has you covered. They offer a wide variety of solutions to protect your vehicle's interiors from Fido's rough treatment. Canine cargo area covers are padded for comfort and provide door-to-door protection. Pet pads have built-in features to keep cargo areas and seats protected. Covercraft solutions cover cargo areas, bucket or bench seats, and protect from damaging claws, pet fur, hair, mud, moisture, and that occasional drool from permanently damaging your vehicle's delicate surfaces. Choose from a variety of styles and colors that cover almost every vehicle made. Is your dog getting a little old? Covercraft even has a pet ramp so your trusted companion can get himself into and out of your vehicle. Here's something special to you from me at Cars Yeah. If you go to Covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 Y-E-A-H-120, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. Go to Covercraft.com today and use the code YA120 and you'll get this special 10% off. Tell Fido it's from me. That's Covercraft.com. Use YA120 at checkout. Covercraft, they've got you covered. Woof. American Collectors Insurance, that's how I now protect my Porsche Turbo. The one I call my orange crush. Are you insuring your classic vehicles on your regular daily driver auto policy? then your special vehicles are at risk. Your regular auto insurance carrier won't tell you how much you'll get until after a claim, and more than likely, you'll be in for a rude awakening. With a agreed value policy from American Collectors Insurance, you'll be paid your vehicle's full agreed value. No surprises. If you're driving your collector car less than 5,000 miles a year, do what I did. Call American Collectors Insurance and get your very own agreed value policy tailored to your specific vehicle. If you're like me, you're picky about who works on your special ride. A great policy allows you to choose your repair shop of choice, and that means you'll know the job is done right. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. They've been protecting vehicles since 1976. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH. 
That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did at American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Tom, I am jazzed up. I'm ready to go. I got the rockabilly vibe going in my head here. I would love for you to share a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you. I always say it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking or the guitars strumming here on Cars, yeah. So, Tom, take the wheel. Basically, it's organize something that you'd want to go to. Mm. Don't worry about the money because if you do it right, the money will take care of itself. Now, that is fascinating, and that's what Cars Yeah is all about, people that have wrapped their passions into their lives and their careers. Let me ask you this. Were you a car guy before you were a rockabilly guy, or was it the other way around, or did they just kind of come together? Music first. Music. Well, that does that goes with your DJ. So let's talk yes. more about this incredible event you've created that just seems to grow and grow and grow and grow. What can my listeners learn to expect if they attend one of your incredible events? Well, basically, we take the entire hotel for four days and nights. And so we end up with six music venues. We have a showroom for putting burlesque on, um, there's pool parties. And then the car show, we take over one of the parking lots and we have over 800 cars, all built before 1964. And very importantly, they have to be period correct. Oh, cool. So, and we've stuck with that and that's very strict. Yeah, we don't budge off that. And the music goes all night inside the hotel. There's rooms full of vendors, there's tattooists. and it. Even in the hotel, the music that's played over the PA system <laughs> around the inside of the casino, yeah. is all, they're all CDs that I've provided. Wow. Uh, this is fun. Now, do most of the people that come, come period dressed? Not most of them. A lot of them do. Mm-hmm. It, it varies. There's yeah. no rule that everyone has to sort of come dressed for the event. Just come to have fun, yeah, for sure. Well, let me let me ask you about the what I keep calling the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room and this COVID thing that has yeah. so radically affected and and just harmed so many people in so many ways. First and foremost, everybody in your family and on your team healthy and okay. Oh yes, everyone okay. connected to us. Is well, great. Fine, yeah. And how have you worked around this situation? What time of the year does your event normally take place? It normally happens in April. In April. Uh, oh, well, yeah. this was a tough April, wasn't it? Yeah, and we this year it was supposed to be in the middle of April. Yeah. And we, we had to cancel. Yeah. We canceled, God, what date was it? It's in March, and mm. it's getting quite close. And right at the same time, the whole of Vegas was shut down. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just devastating. I, I can't even imagine. Well, I can because I've talked to so many people and I talked to so many people. But what it's done to the entertainment industry when you think about Las Vegas, cruise ships, the travel industry, airplanes, rental cars. I mean, it's just yeah. the trickle down has been absolutely massive. So having to shut it down in April because that's when all everything pretty much collapsed and folded in upon itself. Have there been some different things that you've been able to do this year and pivot to try to keep the enthusiasm alive for 2021 yes we've kept some of the promotion going just to keep the name out there Mm -hmm. but i'd been in i was djing on a radio station and i'd intended starting my own online radio station and it actually gave me the opportunity to put that together so at the beginning of august we started rocking 24 7 radio 
Oh, congratulations. That's great. And that's online all over the world, and it runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. Well, talk about a pivot. So, again, where do people go to listen and learn more about this? The website address is rockin247radio.com. Very good. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Tom's show notes page. So those of you driving right now or riding or running or whatever you're doing while you're listening to Cars Yeah, you can go and find that on the Cars Yeah website. Yeah. All my regular listeners know that. And also, if people go to the Viva Las Vegas website, it automatically comes on and it's in the top right hand corner. There's a player for yes, it. Yes, absolutely. No, it's very, very cool. I think it's fun. You know, I want to give a shout out to a good friend, Cindy Meidel, who introduced me to you. She brings me so many great guests and she seems to know so many people. And she said, you know, you got to have Tom on the show. And a lot of what Cars has about is helping promote people and their businesses and what they're doing and helping them get the word out for people that maybe have not heard of this. Now, this event you've been doing has been going on for a long, long time. So obviously you've never seen a year like this with none of us have ever seen a year like this. So when we look ahead, Tom, at 2021, what are your current plans for getting things back online? Initially, we were going to do the event in April of 2021. And then I just sort of looked at it all logically. And I expect we're going to have the the vaccine available at the end of this year, the beginning of next year. And there's no way they're going to be able to get enough people vaccinated for April for us to not have any restrictions on the event. Right. So we decided to push it back until September the 9th. Oh, very good. Well, I think that's very smart. I'm already seeing car events that were scheduled in January, February, March canceling even into April because they just don't know. And for anyone who's ever been involved in putting in an event or if you haven't, you can't even imagine all the moving parts that are involved (laughs) in an event this big. I mean, it's just astronomical. Well, let me talk to you about this a little bit, Tom. When you look back on your career as a DJ and and putting this on, was this something that when you first launched this that you thought, I'll just kind of do this for a fun thing? Or did you have a vision of this becoming a yearly annual thing and growing the way that it has? Well, before I moved to California, I was organizing a similar but much smaller event in England. So I'd already had some experience of organizing weekend events. And although we did do sort of little displays of cars, we were looking at 10 or 20 cars. It wasn't anything big. When I moved to California, my initial intention was to do a weekend event in California. (laughs) But because of the licensing laws, it just didn't seem the right thing to do. And then I just overheard some people talking about Las Vegas and how in Vegas, the bars and everything are open 24 hours a day. Right, yeah. And I, and I thought, that's why, we need to, that's why we need to do it in Vegas. Yeah, entertainment capital of the world, baby. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I started looking around Vegas and trying to find a hotel that would take it, and nothing was right. And then I was chatting one day with – there's a band from the 50s called the Treniers mm-hmm. who I booked in England. And I was talking to their manager and just chatting. And he was also Liberace's manager, and he was also a very well-known movie producer. Oh, my gosh. So much so that the Producers Guild Awards have an award every year named after him. That's the Seymour Heller Award. Okay, wow. Because I I didn't know all this at the time. I just thought, okay, he's manager of the Trenniers. Yeah. And he said, oh, I said that I'd been looking around Vegas. He said, oh, a friend of mine 
is in charge of entertainment at the Gold Coast. Okay. So he put me in touch the next week, went to Vegas, and we started there, the Gold Coast Hotel. Wow. Fantastic. Well, it's really, really cool. And I love the fact that you love the cars and we'll get into your passion for cars in a little bit here, but also the music, which is where it all started. And you've been able to just wrap your life into it. For those of you listeners that maybe aren't as familiar with rockability, rockability, (laughs) rockability, you have to have some rockability to listen to rockability music. Uh, you, You should go to the website that I'll put a link to here, Viva Las Vegas, and you can see or here, I should say, uh, what we're talking about here. It's really fun. The vibe is fun. The feeling is good. And it goes so well with automobiles. It's just a perfect fit. Yes. Now, Tom, I always ask my guests about a big challenge. Well, this year is probably the biggest challenge most of us have ever encountered. But I'd love for you to share a specific story that maybe kind of set you back a little bit. But more importantly, what was that really valuable lesson you learned so that you could come out in a positive way? So take us on a little journey, if you would. Okay, when I moved here from the UK, I was organizing the weekenders in the UK and I'd sold one third of the business to a booking agent who I um, used to book acts through. And we'd gone along for years with no problems, no issues. And then I decided to move to California and I said to him, I'll find a place in Vegas and we can organize a weekend in Vegas under the same business. So I said to him, yeah, we'll do a weekend in Vegas under the same business. And so I moved to California. I'd only been here a month and I got a letter from the accountants. Now, basically, he had done an illegal share dealing with the accountants, completely ripped me off for the whole business and left oh, me no. in California with no money, no income, no nothing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that's horrible. Yes. I was getting ready to take him to court. But then I just thought about it. I thought, well, I knew the event in England had peaked and it wasn't going to do as well as it had in the past. And I decided to move to California. So I thought, I'm going to put all my efforts into what I've got here mm-hmm. and just walk away from the, the event in England. Yeah. The advantage being that I didn't have to worry about taking the crowd away from the event in England. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Because you create a new crowd here. Yeah. And a bigger crowd. Yes. And what happened is most of the people who went to the event in England decided to come to the one in Vegas instead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's so much to offer in Las Vegas. And, you know, even for couples that come, maybe one of them isn't quite into that thing. There's so many other things to do there. It's the same with, say, the SEMA show. There's been years in the past where my wife has joined me. She's not really into walking around during the SEMA show, but there's there's, uh, resorts and spas and things to go do and shopping and things like that. So, yeah, Las Vegas really has it all. And it's, it's evolved and grown over the years in so many different ways as well, that the offering has just grown and grown. You know, I I hear this from so many people. I've had the exact same situation happen to me that happened to you where someone stole a whole bunch of money, messed everything up, and you can sit there and talk to lawyers and pay them all sorts of money to try to get your money back. And in many cases, you never see it again. And you've just made an attorney more rich. I think it sounds like in your case, it was a good idea. And I did the same to just wash my hands of it, walk away, start something new, fresh and say, okay, what was the lesson learned? So let me ask you this. What was the lesson learned there so that this doesn't happen to you again? To always be in control of everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And if something bad does happen, just look forward. Don't look back. Just walk away 
and concentrate on your future. Yeah, carrying that weight, uh, that grudge, that burden, that anger is so detrimental and it's sometimes very hard to let go of. And even to the point of forgiving, you don't mean you have to like the person anymore, but just forgiving the person, which helps bring inner peace to you. Was there a way, and maybe it was that discipline from your your athletic abilities with uh, learning the the art of self-defense. Did some of that help you with that inner peace of letting that go? No, at the time no? that happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, at the time that happened, I hadn't started Taekwondo. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. it, that's why it didn't make a difference. And no, I'll never forgive him. That's, yeah, there's absolutely no way that will ever happen. Mm-hmm. And and he knows that. Yeah. And in fact, he probably kicks himself because that's where I got the greatest satisfaction. Had he not done that, he would have owned one third of Viva Las Vegas. Well, there you go. Exactly. Which, yeah. which is worth far more than the entire event in England. Yeah. Yeah. Don't burn bridges. Uh, don't yeah. uh, don't do that to people because it can be detrimental. Well, and he was even. He was going around saying to people, who does Tom think he is trying to do an event in Vegas? That would never work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you, bucko. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. Well, kudos to you. And uh, I'll just offer you this one little bit, Tom. And I understand I've been burned like that before. There's a way to find a bit of inner peace with forgiveness. It doesn't mean you have to forgive the person to their face or even, yeah. you know, it's just finding a way to forgive to move forward because it takes a lot, a lot of burden off your shoulders. I, I let too many years go through my life of that chewing away at me. And uh, it's a freeing uh, effect that's very, very powerful for yes. your own inner peace. But I'm so happy that you were able to take the proverbial lemons and turn them into massive amounts of Las <laughs> Vegas lemonade. Ah, yeah. what an awesome story. Well, let's take a short break and we get back. I want to dive into a little bit more about your passion for cars because I know you love cars. That's what Cindy told yes. me. So uh, sit tight. We'll thank our sponsors here again. And we come back, we're going to be talking uh, 50s cars, rockabilly. Hey, baby, hold on to your seats. Let's step away from the conversation to talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through automotive-related events, car shows, and drives. Among those nonprofits is RPM Foundation, a terrific organization working to keep our favorite collector cars on the road. RPM was created to ensure that the specialized skills needed to care for classic automobiles, boats, and motorcycles continue to be passed down from generation to generation. They do this by supporting training for young people with a passion for restoration and setting them up with mentors who can share their valuable knowledge. So far, they've awarded more than $3.5 million to restoration education projects across 35 states. Incredible! To learn more about RPM or to donate to their mission, visit www.rpm.foundation. You'll be glad you did. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, 
and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, founded Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series. These are four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends, titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to tell you about Apex. It's a rich and complex blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah, and Cabernet Franc. This blend is a showcase of perfection and hits the Apex with its full-bodied smooth finish. An added very cool option is the label. It's a multi-dimensional rumble strip apex, reminiscent of Turn 4 at Laguna Seca. The racing series is a spectacular gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word in all caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the racing series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com today and use the code CARSYEAH. Cheers! All right, we are back. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a bit of a car guy, Tom? Yeah, I think it was actually quite a young age when I... My, my first proper car was... I can't remember the year of it now, but it would have been probably a mid-60s Austin Cambridge. Oh, okay. Uh, and two-tone sort of rust and filler. <laughs> and, and I think I paid, it was something like £75 for it. Yeah. <laughs> and But really simple to work on. Uh, and I drove it into the ground until it, they have a thing in England called the MOT, where your car gets checked for safety and everything working. And and if they think it's unsafe, then you don't. It doesn't pass, and you can't drive it. And it got to that stage, and eventually it went to banger racing. Banger racing. That sounds like yeah. uh, something we do over here called demolition derby. Is that what that yes. is? Yeah. Yep, okay. Same thing. Yes. Yeah. Now the Austin Cambridge is a car that really was never brought over here to the United States. But you know what's kind of fun about that car, at least for what you do, it, it has kind of a rockabilly vibe to it a little bit kind of 50s the way those fenders came up in the back is that the era that you had because they made one that looked like a looked like a little tiny cousin to the 57 chevy and some of those out there may be raising their eyebrows going what has mark been smoking today uh but the the way those back ends came back is that the era of the car you had no it's slightly after this was a 
sort of early 60s one. Okay. So it was um, designed by a guy called Farina. Ah, so, that guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, but it was a good first car mm-hmm. to sort of learn about cars on. And, and actually, in the UK, the cars I had weren't really that exciting. At the time, I was far more into the music. I'd before getting into DJing, I'd had my motorbike years mm-hmm. when I had vintage. I had a 1959 Matchless then. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. And then, and then when I was DJing all the time, I was more worried about a reliable car than something fancy because I was DJing five or six nights a week. Oh, so you had to get there. Yes, and yeah. then, but occasionally I had. Like I said, I didn't have any 50s cars. I did have a 1961 Ford Zephyr, okay. which was absolutely immaculate condition. And, and someone drove into it and wrote it off. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, that's always sad. Yeah, well. I'd also had one of the, the big Rover three-and-a-half-litre V8s. Oh, gosh. Okay. Which was a nice car, but that was, that was getting into the 70s. Yeah. Plus, I'd also had a 19... 19- I think it was 62 Vandenpla Princess 4-litre R. Wow. You've had some interesting rides. Yeah, so they were interesting cars, but they weren't 50s cars. Well, let me ask you this. If you woke up tomorrow and you had turned into a car, this isn't what you want to be. This is your attributes as a human being, your, your outlook on things. And you woke up tomorrow, Tom, and you were a car. What kind of a car would you be? And more importantly, why? I was thinking about that. And I came up with a 1963 Lincoln Continental convertible. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. Now, the, the proverbial why? Why? First of all, because I'm tall, I'm six foot three, mm-hmm. that's like having a long car. Yeah. All right. So that's how, I, and yeah, Lincoln Continentals are quite long. And it's, it's a solid car. Not very fast. I tend to take things at a sensible pace in life rather than trying to go too fast. (laughs) Okay. So that's why I didn't go for something that's really fast. Also, I suppose they they were reasonably reliable, which I feel that I'm a reliable person. But I think my reliability is probably more like a Toyota. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a Toyota is not as cool as a Continental. And those cars with the suicide doors... Uh, yeah. were pretty cool. And then when you start, I've seen some of those, let's say, at SEMA shows where they've been slammed, they've been customized, uh, they've done all sorts of cool things. But I think they were just pretty darn cool stock. And some of them yes. even came yeah. with some cool wire wheels and white wall tires. And yeah, they're styling, man. They are. Yeah. <laughs> they are cool. and, and with it being convertible, it means it's open to the world. Yeah. And and I tend to be very open with everyone anyway. There you go. So that's sort of my character of being open to people. Uh, people come and talk to me all the time about the event. And, in fact, I went to the Dead Sleds Hufferama car show on Saturday. And and all I do is I just set up a booth for Viva Las Vegas. And we just give away some merch we've got left over. And just people come and chat about the weekender. And that's all we do. Yeah. You make people aware of the fun they can have next September in Vegas. Well, very cool. Nice answer. Well, we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off some questions. Get some quick blips of that Lincoln Continental Convertible. 63, of course. Throttle. (laughs) So here we go. What's one of your personal habits, Tom, that you think has contributed to your success over these years? 
trying to do th- do things in my own time and remaining remaining calm. Mm, yeah, back to that discipline. How about yeah. if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive or the music industry, living or deceased? Who would it be? Oh, there's no 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 doubts about that. Elvis, <laughs> the guy, the king. <laughs> yeah, no yes. doubt that would be pretty cool. Now, what's one of the best automotive advices that someone else has ever offered you? Um, yeah, I was trying to think about that and I'm trying to think of advice I've been given over the years. Yeah. Maybe when it comes to buying cars or looking for cars or taking care of cars yeah. or, yeah. I, I think it's been, if you're buying a car, check everything thoroughly. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. yeah. And don't look at just the outside. Make sure you lift up the carpets, especially in the trunk and places like that. Yeah. And just being very careful, but don't. If you're buying a used car of any sort, don't expect that if something goes wrong, you're going to go back and get them to fix it because they won't. <laughs> no, no. Caveat emptor. You know, and especially this day and age with buying things online, so many cars. I've bought a few cars that way. I've been pretty fortunate. Uh, there's always a little surprise here or there, but I've had friends who've bought things that when they show up, they're they're not even sure it was the same car that was pictured. It was like things are things are so bad. So yeah. I had that with my 58 Cadillac. Mm, yeah. Um when it came, I went to pick it up from people who had shipped it and pulled away down the road, came up to some traffic lights, put the brakes on, and I had to fight with the steering wheel to keep it in a straight line. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was nothing like the description, and we we got it home. I was following someone else, so it was at least I had someone going in the same direction as me, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. made it a little bit easier. A little scary. And, but when I went through the car, I discovered, which hadn't been put in the listing, that it had the factory-fitted clear plastic seat covers. Hmm. So wow. no one, no one had ever sat in the seats. Oh, wow. Well, that's a plus, right? Yeah. And basically, the car was all original. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, once I'd sort of dealt with the engine a bit and we converted it to disc brakes on the front. Mm-hmm. And the car's actually really good. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I always say have the car inspected if you can do it. It's it's very yeah. well worth the money. Pre-purchase inspections. And there's plenty of people all over the country that will go and do that for you yes. if you can't yeah. fly out. But if you can, go see the car. Take it to a mechanic. Have them walk you through it. Uh, money well spent. Now, is there a great resource out there that's a go-to for you you'd like to share? Um, The internet. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's I, I mean, there's so many resources out there. It depends really what it's going to be for. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if it's something to do with cars, to do with cars, if I'm looking for something, I do use the ham. I've used that a number of times to try and find parts. Are you talking about Hemmings Motor News? No, the ham. Oh, the ham. The hokey ass message board. <laughs> <laughs> ham. Now, why have I not heard about this before? Now, all the people I talk to, nobody has ever brought that up. H A. M B. Yes. Okay. Well, and it's, it's been around for years, and so there's a lot of people on it. But when it comes to the older cars, it's the place to go. Well, we got something new here. So, uh, and advice. Yeah, you know, if you if you're having difficulty with something on your car, you post on there, and someone's going to help. 
There you go. I love it. I love finding out about new resources here. Now, is there a book you'd like to share, Tom, you've read that you think is worthy of picking up and enjoying? Um, not any books to do with cars. That's okay. I'm not the world's greatest um, book reader. I tend not to read them as often as I'd like to. But one, there's one book that when I was – oh, how old was I? It was the first time – it was in 1996 – when I was flying over here, I bought a book at the airport and read it on the flight. And that's Bravo Two Zero by Andy McNabb. And it was from the first Gulf War. And it was a story of five SAS members who got stranded in Iraq and were basically chased from one side of Iraq to the other by being chased by the Iraqi army. Mm-hmm. And they estimated that these five soldiers were responsible for over 250 dead Iraqi soldiers in the time it took them to get away. Holy cow. Wow. What a story. Sounds like a movie. It was made into a movie. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Unfortunately, the movie didn't have a big budget. Yeah. So it didn't live up to what it should have done. But it was a book that you realize how much some people have had to put up with when they've been stranded in a situation like that. It's definitely a book that I I think I read it about three times total. Wow. Sounds like a good book. I'll have to get my hands on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, next time you have a little flight delay or something, just remember Bravo 2-0. Things will look right. a lot better for sure. Yes. <laughs> well, Tom, we're up to the checkered flag here, and I'm going to do something very nice for you today. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car, something fun, not a daily driver, but something you can yeah. enjoy. But as my listeners know, there's a couple rules to this little game that might make it a little more challenging. It's the only one collector car you can have. So that means you have to get rid of your current vehicles. Or if you want to keep them, I don't have to buy anything today. You can't sell it to fund another event or anything like that. That little yeah. trick's off the table. But I want it to be something that you will enjoy and drive, not a dust collector or a garage queen. So what's that dream ride for you, Tom? Um... I'm a massive James Bond fan. Okay. Are we going Aston Martin today? Yes. Okay. DB5? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, you picked a nice one. Yeah. Definitely cool car. What is it about that DB5? Is it the the James Bond mystique or is it the look, the design, the car? I I think it's the James Bond mystique. I think it's, if it wasn't for James Bond, that car wouldn't be worth anything what it's worth now. I think you're probably right. I'm not even sure that Aston Martin as a company would necessarily have survived as long as they have. Well, you know, you kind of wonder. And I got to see one of the original cars used in Goldfinger on the lawn at Pebble. It had all the little trick stuff on it. Yeah. And now I understand that Aston Martin is going to be building a limited number of those again with kind of modern day technology a little bit, but it'll have the look and feel. A lot of car makers, not a lot, but if you were doing this, I know I think Jaguar is doing it with the XKE and a couple others. So, okay, I'll give Aston a call and say, hey, reserve one of those for Tom Ingram. (laughs) Uh, Can you install the machine guns, please? Because, you know, he lives in Orange County. Sometimes the traffic gets a little suspect he needs to clear a path down that 405 freeway (laughs) (laughs) very nicely done tom well you have taken me on a very cool viva las vegas ride here today really enjoyed learning more about what you are doing i think it's fantastic before you drive off into the sunset in that aston martin could you give us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance yeah 
Actually, there was one thing I was going to say that we haven't talked about. Yeah, please do. And that's the cars I own now. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, since you're going to be getting rid of those, since I'm going to be providing you with the Aston Martin, what's, yeah. going, what's going to be on eBay? <laughs> a, a 1958 Cadillac DeVille. Oh, nice. Which has Viva Las Vegas painted in a vintage style all the way down the side. Oh, my gosh. Wow. A 1941 Mercury convertible. Whoa. Which has a 454... LS6 engine in it. Oh, nice. Right. Nice. I've got a 58 Dodge Custom Royal Lancer that's been customized. For example, it has 56 Lincoln backlights on it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And I have a 1960 Cadillac, which is in Vegas, promoting a business I have part ownership of. Well, you've got a garage full of some cool rides, my friend. And I've got a... Ninety. I've got another 1959 Matchless 650 motorbike and a 1956 BSA 650 motorbike. Oh my gosh! Well, you're giving up a lot for this Aston. I, I can <laughs> kind of see, but you know that's pretty cool. You got some very. I see a theme here. You got some very cool rides. I think you're having yeah. a lot of fun uh, out there, both in Las Vegas and in Orange County. Yes. That is one heck of a garage. You, you've got to have a huge garage to hold those vehicles. Those things are long. <laughs> They are, I actually had a special one built, ah. uh, which is extra deep. Yep. I measured the Cadillac because that's the longest. Okay. So yeah. I measured the Cadillac to make sure it could fit in. Now, how long is that cat? Now, let me guess. Is that around 20, 21 feet long? It, it, it's about 20 feet. 20. The, yeah. Okay. The garage is 22 feet deep, so okay. I've got enough space for some shelving. You know, I have a pretty deep garage, but uh, Rolls-Royce years ago loaned me their uh, their big car. Uh, I think it was a Wraith or Silver Ghost, and yeah. I got to bring it home, and I had to park it at an angle and take two of my cars out of the garage. That thing was so <laughs> long. I think it was 21 feet long or some crazy thing like that. Wow. Yeah, because I've got some deep cabinets at the end. I always have had smaller cars. I like small sports cars. That thing was giant, um, but uh, yeah, those old 50s American cars, they are well, that's why they call them boats, right? They're very, very, yes. <laughs> very long. Well, you got a nice collection there, my friend. I think you're just having a, a way too much fun. Tom, you've taken me on an awesome ride here. Before I let you drive off into the Las Vegas sunset in that Aston Martin DB5, machine yes. guns blaring, what's one little parting piece of wisdom you might offer all of our listeners? Um, probably follow your dreams, because if you don't, when you're lying on your deathbed, you'll regret it. Yeah, nobody ever, you know, the, the words I should have, could have, would have, uh, I would yes. have said are, are really terrible words to have to say at the end of your life. So, yeah, if you have a wish, you have yeah. a dream, do what Tom did. Go out there and make it a reality or any of my past 1,668 yeah. guests here on Cars, yeah? But there, there is a but to it as well. Oh, a but. Okay. What's yes. that? Always have a backup plan. <laughs> yeah, a runway, as I like to call it. Most yeah. definitely. Hey, how can people learn more about Viva Las Vegas Rockabilly Weekend? I'd just go to the website, vivalasvegas.net. There you go. I'll make sure I put a link to that. Uh, follow what Tom's doing. And you know what? Next year, we all get out of quarantine. That's the plan. Boy, we're all crossing our fingers. And I think yes. this sounds like a marvelous, fun, unique thing to go do and go see. If you're not familiar with Rockabilly, check it out. It's so fun. It's so cool. And all the cars involved, you're going to love them no matter what. And if people put uh, Viva Las Vegas Rockabilly Weekend 
or just VLV in YouTube, there's a ton of videos. Oh, cool. We don't have any restrictions on cameras. So that's why there's so many videos on YouTube because people are just making their own videos about the event. Well, that's brilliant. There you go. I'll make sure to put a link to that as well as all of these ways that you can learn more about Viva Las Vegas Rockabilly Weekend with Tom Ingram. I think this is something you're all going to love very much. Tom, hey, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your life. Another big shout out. Thank you to Cindy Meidel for connecting us. She does such a great job connecting people with other people until you and i talk again my friend i'll see you down the road okay thanks a lot thank you if you're listening to cars yeah you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride but how confident are you working on your finances you may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars Yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!